0: afternoon it's almost one o'clock it's Saturday the 15th of January 2022 and this is my first podcast Uh, my name is Steve and my podcast is about work so I hope you enjoy Good afternoon to everybody and thank you for popping in and listening to my podcast. I hope you find it entertaining. Um, I'm going to have a little bit of reflection today. I'm going to look back to myself when I was a bit younger, uh, when I was attending county secondary school. Wow, county secondary school. How old are you, Steve? Well, I'm pretty old. I left school in 79 Uh, But before that, in the years leading up to that, there was a big stigma amongst the rest of the pupils. You know, you had to get a good job. Um, You had to get an apprenticeship when you left school. You had to join the forces when you left school because you didn't want to end up working in a supermarket. And that was the uh, in-joke, you know, when you took the mickey out of somebody. You know, you'd say, oh, you're going to end up working for Tesco and uh, see where that gets you, mate. And, of course, other supermarkets are available, not just Tesco. But I was uh, mentioning Tesco because that was our main store. It was in the main um, high street of... Penzance. It was very small. I think it only had like two checkouts, if I remember rightly. Uh, and an upstairs where it sold clothes, etc. I always remember we got dragged around there when we were kids. The upstairs, it was so hot. They had the heating on, even in the summer. And you felt like you was going to pass out at any moment. But, um, yeah, so we sort of left school. Um, some of us did, actually go into uh, working for supermarkets. I mean, one or two of my friends actually climbed the ladder and became management. Not all successful. One or two made their way back down the ladder and ended up stacking shelves. That was it, shelf stackers. You don't want to become a shelf stacker. Well, I'm not knocking it, uh, because for the last 15, 20 years, I've worked in a large supermarket just outside of Penzance. And yeah, I went up the ladder a little bit and I came back down. Far happier being down on the ground uh, as to being a manager. So whilst waiting for the CSE results to come back, that was the exams and what they were called then, um, I decided that I needed to get a job um, pretty quickly. I didn't really know what I wanted to do career-wise um, or job-wise, uh, I was indecisive. So, part of me, I struggled to say that then, but part of me wanted to join the forces. But deep down, I knew I really wouldn't enjoy it. So I saw a job being advertised in the Cornishman, that's our local rag, and it was for um, to work in a garage in um, Saint Earth which is just down the road from where I worked. Well, say down the road, it's a few miles. Um, and I was riding a moped then. And so I popped along for an interview and uh, was surprised that straight away, uh, the chap that owned the garage gave me the job. And uh, the job was to um, s- to work inside the shop side of it, which uh, had, um, it's like a little mini, mini, mini uh, supermarket um with a few chest freezers sunning gear um and uh, no not that sort of gear you know frozen fish fingers and that, that stuff but anyway that's another story so um yeah and i had the keys plunged into my hand said right you start next monday um you'll have to you know unlock the doors um turn off the alarm uh open up the pumps by unlocking them and firing everything up, and I thought, well, great, thanks. Um, I'm pretty pleased about that. Um, I was very, very nervous, uh, very scared because, you know, previously to that, the only work I had was like picking potatoes for the local farmer and um, a paper round. So immediately I was given responsibility, um, you know, and I I, I was only still 16 and, um, you know, very, very young. Um, you know, my birthday was just a couple of weeks away whereas I was gonna be seventeen, but even so that was a lot of responsibility for somebody so young. Uh but I did it, uh, up until a point where um I couldn't do it anymore, as in um I had a quite a horrific accident on my uh moped and was out of commission for quite a few years. So my first day as a garage operative was pretty disastrous. Um, I couldn't remember which key did what so um, I put the key in to turn the alarm off and uh, broke the key. Um, it was the wrong key. Then so I tried to open the door with another key and uh, managed to share that one off. Um, so you know in my panic and in my fluster I thought well if I get the pumps open I can uh, people can get petrol but I forgot that I need to get inside to switch everything on so the pumps wouldn't work anyway. So the alarm was going off and eventually the alarmist went through to where the manager lived a few miles away. And um he came and was not impressed. And, uh you know, later on I hung my head in shame as a locksmith came out to repair the damage that I did. But, you know, it's... <sighs> It's one of these learning curves and it you know these things happen and um, we move along. Before I continue with talking about work, um, just strolling back through the years at my um, school life, um, did you know that I have every exercise book from my secondary school days and they're in a box or boxes in my attic? Now don't judge me, I'm not a collector maniac. I'm not one of these people on Life of Grime where you look through the letterbox and there's old newspapers and books and rubbish ten foot high. No, it's just they were important to me at the time and I kept them. So, yep, they're there. Um, I don't know about you, but when I was at uh, school, we were told to take our books home and cover them to protect them. And at home, the only thing we had to cover them with was old wallpaper. Now... Kindly remember this was the 1970s. So if you look at my exercise books uh, that are in the in my boxes in my in my loft, or if I was to get them down for you and you have a look, um, you would see the different array of styles of wallpaper. In fact, it'd be like an antiques roadshow of wallpaper. I mean some of them are really hideous. I mean, what were my parents thinking when they clad our walls in some of this material? It was really quite offensive. The designs, the colors, etc. There is no wonder that myself and my sisters all now have really bad eyesight and have to wear glasses. Can't leave the 70s there without talking about the music. Wasn't the music fantastic? I mean, we just come out of glam rock, you know, you're um, Glitter Band, your Slade, all that. Uh, the Sweet—they're another great group. Uh, then we moved into punk rock. You know, the Sex Pistols, the Clash, uh, Stiff Little Fingers, uh, Stranglers, but to name a few. So the music was great. I thought the music that period was absolutely fantastic. Uh, that's when I started buying vinyl. I think the first vinyl record I ever bought, believe it or not and it's not punk at all I expect a lot of you will be absolutely surprised is uh, Fanfare for the Common Man by Emerson Lake and Palmer now it used to be on a TV programme and when we were pushed off to bed in bed we could hear it on the TV and uh, I sort of asked around at school and uh, somebody told me what the music was and so I went and bought the record in Woolworths I think, it was something like I don't know 40p for a new record, or something like that. So, the music is a very important part of growing up. Um, it didn't model me the way I am now, but it was a very important part. I um, enjoyed the music in the 70s. Uh, I think it was the best era, but yeah, that's, that's me. But um, before I continue with uh, work or talking about work, um there's one job I forgot to tell you about um this is uh while I was still at school and I actually gave up my paper round I think my paper round i got something stupid like one pound twenty five a week you know uh that was seventies i mean it was bad money i think um my mates who lived in town worked for uh, um, news agents there, and uh, they were on well, double the I was owning, but I was happy with that. I mean, you know, a, a, few, a few weeks of saving your pocket money, you could buy uh, a set of Stoker Hill Huggers. Now, do you know what that is? Don't nod if you don't. I'll tell you what they are They're skateboard wheels, Stoker Hill Huggers. And uh, this has been an old chapel at the of Penzance, which was not fit for purpose anymore. So you had one or two little shops spring up in it over a course of time. One of them was a skateboard shop. And um, I think it cost me £7 for two of these wheels. So it was several weeks of saving my pocket money and fitting them to my scooter deck. Yeah, those were the days. Fantastic. Anyway, back to this other job I forgot to tell you about and it was whilst I was still at school Um, so I packed in my paper round job Um, tears all round you know, family were distressed where's this boy going? Um, I'm only kidding and um, I got a job in a butcher's as a Saturday boy uh, in Penzance in Lentons I think it's called and um, a a friend of mine Oh, he was first my sister's boyfriend, Dave. Um, He he managed to get me the job. So I used to cycle uh, on my old uh, regenerated post office bike, and it was very, very old, uh, very heavy. Three gears. Three gears? How how did we manage with three gears? I don't know. Unbelievable. And uh, my cow horn handlebars, yeah, I had them. So, uh, cycle into uh, would take, like, oh about 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Probably half an hour, if I'm being honest. But, um, so I had to start at six. So I could leave quite early. And I finished at five and uh, then cycled home. And I think I was earning something like three pound odd. For just that one Saturday um, and of course it meant I didn't have to get up early in the morning for you know delivering newspapers you know work one day a week brilliant so yeah I was over the moon with that but um, it didn't come without its mishaps and I'm not really an unlucky person well maybe I am but I had one or two accidents there um, one job I had In the butcher's was to cut up blocks of solid fat, and oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was really in the limelight there. And um, a sharp knife, you know, young chap, sharp knife, (sighs) dodgy, but anyway, I was cutting it, cutting it, cutting it, and then wallop, cut my finger just above the knuckle. Um, Didn't go home, had it bandaged up. A severe telling off go make the tea well back then you had about seven or eight butchers and what not working there so making the tea was an ordeal remember who took sugar who didn't and the nasty looks if you got it wrong but another part of the job which i quite liked, was they had these great big or square shallow baskets that you put your arm underneath the handle you know made of wicker and um Um, all the meats steaks and everything for say one restaurant on it and I'd have to walk from the shop to wherever this restaurant in town it was and uh, I remember strolling down one of the streets and then I looked behind me and there was four dogs just following me smacking their lips and uh, one of them kept trying to nip the back of my heel and I thought oh. anyway I got to the restaurant and um they had a look pulled off the, like the cloth to have a look and then said no this is not what we've ordered take it back bring what we ordered and all this so I had to go back then with this line of dogs behind me which was growing and um, go back to the butchers where they then took it out on me and uh, reloaded and off I went and all was well again so that was an interesting job I actually enjoyed it um, it was it was hard work, um, very demanding. Um, of course, cycle there, cycle back. Um, yeah, taught me um, a few values of shop life. Okay, so that wraps up episode one, which was a bit about work, a lot about school really, but um, that's the way it worked out. Uh, what should we talk about in the next episode? I'm quite quite excited to tell you about sea cadets when i was in the sea cadets that was that was very good and yeah i think that's what we'll talk about next time so once again thank you very much for listening and i'll see you on the next show